0: Greetings, I am your host, Tina Clark, and welcome to the second season of My Weirdest Experience Podcast. This is the show of the weirdest experience that has ever happened to you, and gives you a venue to fully express yourself and share your weirdest story with the world. This is the No Judgment Zone, a safe place to share your experience, and it's also a place where we discuss what happened to you and share some possible theories on what and why this happened. If you would like to be on the show, email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Hi friends, thanks for listening. This is your host of the Weirdest Experience podcast, Tina Clark. I also wanted to share with you I have my own energy healing business called Stargazing Angel LLC. I offer energy healing sessions, EFT tapping sessions, tarot readings, and I also offer classes on Reiki, shamanism, and tarot and more. If you're interested in having a session with me, please call 843-695-7218. Or you can email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. You can also check out my website, which is www.tinakinneyclark.com. That's T-I-N-A-K-I-N-N-E-Y-C-L-A-R-K-E. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I have Michelle Henderson here today. She's a spiritual advisor and a psychic medium. She trained under Lisa Williams. And today she's going to share a story about, or stories, embracing her (laughs) psychic medium abilities and nurturing intuitive children. Welcome to the show, Michelle.
1: Well, thank you so much, Tina. I am so excited about this conversation that we're about to have.
0: It's going to be good. Yeah. (laughs) So let's welcome Michelle and her guardian angels and her spirit team. Come
1: on. Come on. We're all welcome. (laughs)
0: Right. Because you know it's not just her and it's not just me. But I did want to ask to start off a little bit about your training with Lisa Williams. So she had a show back in the day. (laughs) I don't know how long ago this was.
1: 15, yes,
0: 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, I, I want to say it was in the 90s. So okay, wow. 90s, early 2000s, somewhere yeah. around there. But yes, yeah, so she she had her own show and um and, you know, she told us in class, she said, you know, when you see me on the street, I know a lot of her show was in studio, but whenever she was talking to people on the street and, you know, and reading them and doing mediumship, she said, that's all staged because you have to get permission for them to be on the show. (laughs) So she said, not everybody is perfect like that. So just to let everybody know, if you watch something on the show, they edit it where if, you know, psychic medium is not a hundred percent all the time. Mm -hmm. So you only see what they are correct in. But yes. So Lisa Williams is real. I mean, she, she says that she loves to teach and she is a fantastic teacher Uh, during COVID. Um, I actually came out as a psychic medium and I found Lisa Williams and and she was doing a nine month program online. And I was, you know how you're being pulled to something. You just know you have to do it. And I didn't really know Lisa Williams, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. And it was the best thing I've ever done. Not only is she an awesome teacher, but the people that I met in the group, there were 30 of us and we would meet twice a week we bonded and I'm going, Oh my gosh, I found everybody that went through the same experience as I did. I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, with her teaching, she really gets you to fine tune things that you need to really work on and very nurturing. She, you know, she said, you go for it, girl, you know, don't don't ignore everybody else and you just go for it. Plus, you know, her English accent is just wonderful to listen to. (laughs)
0: Well, you know, um, so you said you just came out as a psychic medium. So what happened there? Like, because you probably knew for a very long time, you had some abilities.
1: Right. So, so to start the story for that, I'm going to have to go back when I'm a child. Okay. (laughs) And so, and so when I was a child, yes, I could definitely feel the energy and, um, Many times I would like sleep with a light on or I would have my grandmother sleep in the room with me just because I could feel that energy and I didn't really understand what was going on. And so, you know, even going into antique stores, I would feel all of this energy. I'm going, what is going on? Or I would come home from school being exhausted because I could feel everybody's feelings you know, being an empath. And, you know, I closed the door, being in the room all by myself. I would cry constantly. I was a crybaby. And I'm going, okay, I know this isn't normal. Me too.
0: <laughs> yes. I cried all
1: the oh time. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like yes. now
0: I can't even shed a tear. Like, like just the eye fills up. And then I'm like, Oh, Oh,
1: right, Mm. right. Yeah. And you know, it's coming. But you know, I think as we get older, we learn how to block it out. But as children, you can't.
0: Yeah. And I
1: would try to talk to people. And of course, I grew up in Texas and the Bible Belt, and everybody's saying, Oh, no, close that door. Do not invest. gate, just close it. (laughs) And I'm going, okay. Well, in my 20s is when spirit came and kept visiting me. And it's like they were like shaking me. They didn't really <laughs> shake me. But, you know, it's like, hello, wake up. It was my spiritual awakening. And I was not afraid of it. I, You know, I could hear them visiting like in a group like what you said, our spirit team. It was almost like the TV was on in the other room, but it wasn't. So, and then I could feel them getting closer (laughs) and, and one night I could feel them like stroking my neck, like going, it's going to be okay. So I decided, I thought, you know what? I need to get information about what's going on. So that's when I reached out to a psychic medium and she said, you're not going crazy for one. You need to really look at what's going on so that you can embrace it because this is a part of you. And I even went to my minister at the church and she said the same thing. She said, you know what, if you're not ready for it, Tell spirit to go away. And I'm going, oh my gosh. (laughs) And so, you know, my husband at that time, he was kind of afraid of it as well. But anyway, but I did get the information and I did use it in my daily life, like what we all do. Mm -hmm. I just did not practice it or come out as a psychic medium until, yes, until right before COVID when I was retiring from education. And I told my husband, I said, it's time. I've got to come out as a psychic medium. I feel like this is my journey. I need to step forward. And he said, absolutely. So very supportive. And, you know, when you're afraid to come out as a psychic medium or anything else, you think, oh, people are going to hate me. They're going to avoid me. No, the opposite is true. A lot of people embraced it. A lot of people said, oh, I'm not surprised at all. (laughs) So
0: were your friends and family aware of your abilities?
1: You- uh, yes. Yeah. So a lot of my friends were, it's just like, you know, I knew certain things and they're going, how did you know that kind of thing? So, so yes. And my mother actually is very in as well, but mm-hmm. she doesn't want anything to do with it. You know, she'll talk about it, but it's like, but she doesn't want to talk about what I do. Kind of thing, you know. So she accepts it in her own way. Um, but yes, a lot of my church friends did, did not, not know about it until I was on Facebook Live, and they're going, "Oh, how cool is that? I want to, I want to get a reading." Um, and my friend that I've known for since high school, she um, she's accepted it. Again, she may not talk about it. But whenever I talk about it, she's kind of interested. And then she started telling me stories that she's had the paranormal happen to her. Yeah. So, you know, you just never know who's experienced things and they don't talk about it unless they feel like it's a safe environment and they can come out and talk to to you about it.
0: You know, a lot of my friends had paranormal experiences or they lived in haunted homes and they would tell me these stories. So it wasn't. I don't know. I've always been interested in the paranormal, Mm -hmm. probably because of the way I am, you know, it's natural. absolutely. I had friends that'd be like, yes, I saw this woman walking through the living room of my home. And I'm like, well, if my very best friend is telling me this, I know that she's telling me the truth. And there's, I don't have the right to say, no, you didn't see that. You know, Absolutely. so I had really no choice but to accept it. So that yep. was that was back in, you know, high school or. You know. Yeah,
1: and, and I totally agree. And it's so interesting you say that because I remember going into a bookstore and wanting to look at all the mediumship books or the <gasps> tarot <too>! cards <laughs> and yes! I would like, I'd look around to make sure no one was watching <laughs> and I'd run over there and I'd look through the books, put them back. And then, or, or I'd get, you know, brave enough by the book, and then hide it when I got home and would read it, you know, it's like, Oh, come on. <laughs> I finally said, you know what, I, I think it's being a people pleaser, you know, in us that we do that. Yeah. Um But I still have people, whenever I read at holistic fairs, I have people come in sometimes with a cap on and with glasses and, and, you know, I'm going, I'm just going, just embrace it. Just, you're okay. Everybody here is really, but, you know, it's interesting too, though. There's so many people at holistic fairs now. I mean, people are craving this knowledge and I think it's all the energy shift since COVID. And, and I think people are really wanting to know more about it.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe in Texas, but I don't feel like in South Carolina, they're really embracing it so much. Right. There's a resistance. That really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there are people who are afraid, they're fascinated by it, they're but they're afraid to talk about it or talk to others about it. So I don't know what's going on. Um. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. If you have yeah. always been this way, like, and you have always been this way, and I have always been this way, I can't really change it. Oh, no, and, not at all. Yeah, and it. And don't yeah. you feel, I feel like a lot of us who have these kind of abilities have to use them. Like, yes. we, and it's yes. not anybody making us do it. It's ourselves. It's our goals that we came in and we wanted to. We said, "Hey, I had a hundred lives doing this, and I'm going to bring it in, and and you know, <laughs> and and the new millennium, and I'm going to use it all." You know, I feel like that's probably something I wrote in my contract. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know, and I think a lot of people out there are actually in tune. They may not talk about it. But like, I just, I love your podcast too, because your podcast, it's a conversation. So with every conversation that you have, you reach more and more people. And so even though the people are not quite ready for it yet, it's like that little nugget, you know, that Mm -hmm. you're sharing Mm -hmm. because it is a part of us. It's something that, like you said, it's in our DNA and it's just something that we have to do. And I think there are a lot of people like that, you know, that need to come out as well, but they just don't know how to.
0: Yeah. And that's true because I get a lot of clients and students that once they have access to me, they don't want to stop talking about everything that's happened to them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I look at them and I'm like, don't you have anybody to share this with? And a lot of them say no, which makes me very sad. And I say, well, you have to find your people then because you're not around the right people that are like you and you have to find them and you have to share it with them.
1: I love it. And that's absolutely true because whenever I came out as a psychic medium I really didn't have anyone to talk to that had experienced the same thing until I joined that group. You know with Lisa Williams. Yeah. And thank goodness for technology. We can do that now. We can reach out. And you know, and I learned, which I didn't realize that, I knew that somebody could do reading you know on the telephone or whatever but feeling energy over the internet I mean you can actually do that Mm -hmm. and um you know and do Reiki and feel energy work um I just think it's fascinating you know that we can Uh,
0: so during COVID you know we I'm a Reiki master teacher so I still taught it didn't stop me I was like whatever and then, um, I didn't know that it was kind of frowned upon to teach Reiki online and I've been mm-hmm. doing it for years. <laughs> and I, was I like, mean Sometimes. Oh, oops. you know, well, well, I'm not really a rule follower anyway. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I was like, if I can send distance Reiki, I can attune people from a distance. So what, why is that stopping me doing it online? absolutely but now they've embraced it because of of the of the pandemic
1: yes but it's funny I was
0: like oh I've already been doing this
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey you were just ahead of the time you knew it was going to end up that way
0: (laughs) I was like we have the internet we have you know we have all this and we have zoom you know
1: absolutely
0: I was like oh I just I do what feel you know back to intuition you do what Mm -hmm. feels right if it feels right, then I do it. That's all I need to know.
1: Absolutely. And then you find it out too, when you start working on your your intuitive skills, that things change, you know, the way that you do the readings. I mean, you think that it's going to stay the same, but it seems like, you know, your spirit team goes, okay, now you're too comfortable. I'm going to change it. You're going to do something different. <laughs>
0: Don't you feel like sometimes you, you, you make a decision. You're like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then some carrot comes along and dangles in your face, like trying to prove that you have decided you're not going to do that anymore. I feel like that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Hmm, that's why you have to be careful with signs. Because Mm -hmm. the carrot may be just a challenge. For you to right together. right
1: right and at least you're listening to it you know the one thing that a lot of people they go oh that's just you know that's a coincidence it's like no you need to listen to it but yeah so a lot of it is testing however like you said you know you got to be careful but sometimes you need that test to grow
0: yeah
1: you know to continue on to your pathway <laughs> so because so, I know Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: We have a little bit delay. So um, you yeah. go ahead.
1: Oh, oh, no worries. No. Whenever I first started um, doing mediumship, you know, it's interesting when when you, you know, connecting with spirit and some people you get in your own head sometimes because if you're not connecting the way that you think you need to. You you start going, oh, it's not working, and you start getting <laughs> scared and everything. So I started yeah. <laughs> so I started um doodling, you know, drawing the people who I was talking to. And that really opened it up. It's almost like driving a car and I got my subconscious out of the way. And spirit, I was able to connect in much better. Not spirit connecting with me, just me connecting with spirit. Mm-hmm. And now I don't have to do that. I do still doodle and everything, but I don't have to draw or anything. Um, And it's so much easier. But yeah, I mean, from the very beginning, I was always getting that ego in my, in my way. And I think people do that whenever they get signs too.
0: I think that's interesting because I've seen some famous psychic mediums do that. They'll draw and I'm like, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. You know, because I never thought of doing that myself. I, I thought that right. would be distracting to me if I'd be like doodling and trying to connect to spirit. So I guess it's just all how you approach it.
1: Absolutely. And, yeah. and what works for you, you yeah. know, so everybody's going to use different tools. Have you, have you ever had anyone? Um, I don't know if you use cards or anything, but anyone say, I don't want you to use cards at all. You know, I want to, Full, just a psychic, and I'm going, Cards are psychic, (laughs) but anyway, but I've had that before,
0: yeah. Well, that's a different reading, then Mm because I have tarot readings and then I have mediumship readings, and then I have like intuitive counseling where we kind of go through whatever they're going through, we try to figure out how to help them through it, you know. And so, then that's a different kind of reading if you don't want the cards, but yeah, the cards are just the tool.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's exactly what I tell them too. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. There is kind of a little delay, isn't there? Yeah. Hopefully, it's not my internet.
0: <laughs> it's probably mine. But you never know.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah. So I tell people because I know that sometimes cards get a bad rap or whatever. It's almost like, um, I won't talk about Harry Potter and the wand, right? But I also talk about, well, a doctor uses, you know, a stethoscope scope or whatever yeah. to be able to read the heart so they've got their own tools just like a psychic medium does it's yeah. just an extension of the reading
0: right yeah right it's just it's just a, a tool you know you mm-hmm. and if you're worried about that i always say invoke the light and invoke your angels and guides and the highest most benevolent energy to come through and that way you cover your bases mm-hmm so then don't worry about it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All in love and light and the intention of it all. Right. Right. So yeah. And I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, so, you know, embracing it was the number one thing that I really needed to do. So anybody that's listening, do it for yourself. I mean, to me, Uh, That was a part of myself that not everybody was seeing. And it's like a breath of fresh air. Now, I still have a lot of times, I don't know if you do, (laughs) but when I meet somebody new and they go, so what do you do? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I still have that hard time. And I don't know, I guess it's the fear of judgment. It's all fear, Mm -hmm. fear fear-based, but I'm getting better. You know, it's one step at a time.
0: It's hard to describe what we do because- even though I have, I am a psychic medium, I don't call myself that because I'm more focused on energy healing and shamanic healing. Those are like the two things I focus on mostly. So I don't, and you kind of, to be a shamanic healer, you, it's a given you're a psychic medium. (laughs) I mean, you can't travel into the spirit world and talk to spirit unless you're a medium, right?
1: Right. Right. People do it without knowing what it is. You know, I have a lot of clients that will say, well, I can hear voices in my head that are not my thoughts. I'm going, that's mediumship, (laughs) you know? So, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, I don't know too much about what, what, how is that different mediumship and what you do, you know, what you were just talking about. How's that different?
0: So, in and, and shamanic healing, you do a shamanic journey, which you, you know, has all these components like drum music and, and, and praying to the four directions. And, mm-hmm. and then you, and then you travel to the spirit world via the tree of life, which is the gateway to the spirit world. And then you ask a question within the tree for yourself or someone else. And then you do a journey.
1: Fascinating, see everybody. I mean, you. There's no stopping learning. You know, in this business, yeah, that is really fascinating. So it's yeah. almost like you know. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'll, that is just fascinating. But when when did you embrace yours? <clears throat>
0: well uh in two thousand and fourteen, I took a tarot class with my Reiki teacher, and i had been I, and a couple of years prior to that, I was really look i was really reading a lot and practicing on my own I was meditating I was already seeing spirit and and seeing things and so i I practiced for a few years and then I saw I took her class and I loved the tarot and I took everything she taught so i got a, I became a Reiki master teacher, and then also she taught shamanism, so I learned that through her too. So basically everything she could teach me she taught me and then then I moved to South Carolina like shortly after that, and then I started teaching as well. But I was like you, I was in the bookstore reading books about mediums going, (laughs) wow, it'd be cool to be like this. It'd be, it'd be cool to have these abilities, you know, like clueless. Like, did you, did you ever read the book, The Eagle and the Rose?
1: I don't know. That's not one I've I've read. No. Is that a good one to read? That's a
0: really good one. And, um, I was, Uh I was reading that and I was like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be cool? just you know, yes. to, to to have these abilities or even um what's the other medium? Can't think of her name right now, but she was always on Montel.
1: <laughs> oh, I know, yes. Sylvia uh, Brown. That's who yes. I would bring to. Sylvia yes. Brown. And I was like Yes, yes. Oh. And I was skeptical yes. too. I was like, is
0: she faking? Is she fake? Is she really real? And I was like, I think she's real I think she's real and I think yeah. you know she passed away but there are still people who mm-hmm. say that she's fake and I'm like I don't think so I think
1: she was oh
0: the no real deal
1: right oh I agree no I agree totally I think she was totally real yes yeah. yes yeah absolutely Um, And I think, you know, they talk about her methods being a little harsh, you know, because she would tell you how it is. (laughs) But I mean, some people need that, you know, they need it, you know, no sugarcoating at all. And that I mean, she would just say, honey, come on.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I remember. (laughs) But, you know, was she from New York? I don't remember. But, you know, spirit can be that way, too. They can, they can be very short and to the point and you're like, okay, you know, well, let's not sugarcoat it's anything right. or their, or the, or spirit can be really vague too. And that can be frustrating. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, you're right. You're, you're not giving me information on purpose. Yeah.
1: Right. And that, and that's what I explained to the, my clients is anytime I do mediumship, um, it's not like what you, again, watch on TV. It doesn't, it's not that simple. And sometimes it, sometimes it is very vague and, you know, spirit gives you what needed needs to be given at that time, you know, with a yeah. message for that yes. person. And, and sometimes they don't want to tell you everything because it's yeah. for one, not our business, but the person may not be able to receive it at that time. So you just never know. Um, but, but yeah, so, um, but yes yeah, so <laughs> hiding in bookstores. Yes, that was the number one thing I used to do.
0: <laughs> so with Lisa, Lisa Williams class, um, what was the one thing you came away from it? Like what did oh. kind of blew your mind that you didn't know before the class?
1: And that is a fabulous, there's so many things, you know, because, I didn't realize that you could actually fine tune with your mediumship, um, you know, and how to fine tune it and also psychic abilities as well. I just the whole thing just fascinated me because that was really the first class that I had really taken. And so. um <laughs> Just Also, just listening to her do readings, I I was in awe. It's like, I want to be like that. I want to be exactly like that. But the number one thing that I really came out of, not only, like I said, learning from her, but also um, learning that as a psychic medium to really... um, what am I trying to say? Uh, ethics. You need to have ethics as a psychic medium and really treat it like a job. And, you know, and I really respected her for that. She said, I'm not going to give you a certificate for taking the class. If I see you doing anything wrong, I'm going to take it away because this needs to be, you really need to take care in what you do and treat it professionally. And I, you know, and I really respected that. And I also, again found out I'm not alone with all these people you know we mm-hmm. all have the same stories and I think you know that's kind of where I started the light came on because I had talked to so many psychic mediums that said I was a child and I was shut down as well and because I had worked with so many children in education the light came on I'm thinking you know, that's the area I really need to look into because I'm always an advocate for these kids. And um, and so I developed a program so that I can help families with children who are in, intuitive. And it all came from this class. You know, it's so funny how, you know, the divine gets you on the right pathway. And I don't think if I had met all of these people that had been in the same situation as we had been as children... I may not have come up with this idea, you know, to help these kids be able to embrace and nurture what they have, Mm -hmm. because a lot of families are going, okay, that's your imagination, for one, and maybe it's the devil coming through. So to be able to you know really help the, I know <laughs> cross the eyes. eyes
0: for the people that can, are not watching the video version
1: <laughs> and and you know what and I, again I think things are changing I think society is beginning to really look at it twice because there are so many people who are having experiences now but but i think these families need like what we needed we needed the knowledge we needed to have somebody to go to these families need somebody to go to as well okay. and so um and i think it, it's so interesting because i'm beginning to see more and more conversations about psychic kids and they've been around forever you know they've been in the 60s when we called them what crystal children and you know and you know it kind of morphed from there and so um i think just the more education we can get out to the public the better
0: yeah or the indigo children there's the yes. indigo way yes
1: and uh, right so all yeah of that, it started yeah. and it started all in the 60s right and it kind of like people kind of go Oh, I call it these children. So it's almost like a terminology, but you don't really need to categorize because, you know, intuitive children are intuitive children, even though that they have this purpose. But working in, in working with children with autism, I did find a lot of our kiddos with autism that have been diagnosed under that umbrella are very in to the spiritual world. Mm -hmm. Um, And they can telepathically communicate with others. Uh, And we may not realize it, but we have to be open to it.
0: What about kids with
1: um, ADD or ADHD? Are they also (laughs)
0: very intuitive?
1: Oh, yes. And it's because, and you know, it's just their energy is constantly going, you know, And, and it's almost like, you know, when you meet flighty people. Or you're going, that person is flighty and that person can't stay on task and everything else. It's because they got that energy that's going, yes. So they're able to raise that energy and be in tune to it. But again, they have to learn how to... Slow it down (laughs) and listen to whatever they're getting, because they're going to miss everything because they are so hyperactive and that is in their energy. But yes, Mm -hmm. so a lot of these kids, yes, can um, definitely be intent.
0: I know quite a few people who come to me that were really psychic or clairvoyant or clairaudient as children. And Mm -hmm. then they shut it down or ignored it or pushed away. And then they became adults and they're trying to get it back, but they can't Mm -hmm. get it back. What would you advise? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. What would you advise an adult who had that issue?
1: Okay. Well, and I think what happens there when we're children, of course, we can receive the information so easy because we're younger and you're not judging anything, As And a lot of children will see more apparitions than adults will. Mm -hmm. As we get older, spirit does not have to show you. You can feel them, right? As adults also, we got to remember you can't lose it. All right? It changes. It may not be as sensitive. And you have to learn how to in tune and work on the ability it's like anything else okay it's a skill that you have to practice 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 you can't just do one mediumship one psychic reading a month you have to constantly work on it and it will get stronger and you'll you'll be able to work with your spirit team better you know it's just like you kind of get in tune with them more But you have to practice. And that's one thing that um, Lisa Williams had is she would give us an exercise to do. And then we would find somebody on her uh, Facebook page, say, I need to practice. And, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's going, oh, yeah, please use me as a guinea pig. (laughs) And so we would have to practice like three on three people each week, a certain exercise. And then they would have to rate us. You know, they'd have to say, well, she did okay." You know, and again, don't get discouraged. You have to in tune and practice those tools.
0: I think that's really a good advice because sometimes I don't know what to say when someone says they they feel like they lost it and can't get it Mm -hmm. back. Um, But yeah, whatever you had, you can get it back. You have to now focus on practicing and getting it back and getting better again.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, because kids, they don't have to practice, you know, <laughs> again, they're in tune. But guess what happens? Teenage years happen, right? You have yep. that that chemical reactions in your body and you're getting judgment. You got social things coming through. You're trying to find your person. We do shut it down at that time without realizing it. And then anxiety peaks and, you know, you're going, where. and then later when everything settles down, it's like. I do want to practice it. Where are you, spirit? (laughs) Spirit is there. It's just, again, you've got, and and what's important, you've got to find a teacher that is right for you. Not everybody will learn from Lisa Williams. Not everybody will learn from me or you. You've got to find a, a teacher that you're drawn to and that you can actually learn from. It's just like anything else.
0: Yeah, and most likely that teacher is going to have the abilities that you already have inside of yourself, Mm -hmm. and they're going to help bring it out.
1: Right? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. As I always say, my Reiki teacher and I, and her name is Joy Adrianson. So you can reach out to her. Mm -hmm. She's uh, online and um. She retired recently too, so she's doing all this stuff full time now.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, that's good. I know, isn't that funny? We kind of tend to wait. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I'm not Cause, close cause... to retirement, so.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> right. Well, I had probably eight more years I could have worked, but yeah, I finally said, you know, it just you know when it's time.
0: Yeah. You know to do something yeah.
1: different and to retire. So I'm not really taking retirement out. I tell, tell everybody I'm retired when I'm just not working, you know, a, well, I am working a job, but not, you know, a traditional job, right, you know, eight right. to five. Too. Yeah. Um, it, and just like anything else, if you're starting a new business, it takes time to make money. I mean, it takes five years to, once you start a new business. And that's another thing, a lot of people that are light workers, they may not know how to start a business. Because we tend to be more people oriented and not business oriented, mm-hmm. so then yeah. you had to find somebody to help you in that area,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a big learning curve, it really is
1: yeah yes, yes, um, but like anything else i mean and and I think spirit will bring you people that will help you
0: oh, definitely,
1: yeah. But, but don't just sit there and say, I'm waiting for it. And, you know, it's not, you got to actually reach out sometimes, (laughs) you know, they're there. If you're going, oh, if if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I, you know, and I heard from an owner of a metaphysical store that said, you know what, don't do that. You go out, start manifesting things, things will happen, but you have to roll that ball. You have to get it started. Yeah. Um, yeah. Colby Rebel, and I cannot remember the name of her book, but she has a book out that is so good about a new business owner, how to do an LLC and how to get started as a light worker. And so that is one book that would be fabulous for anybody new, you know, that's starting a business. Yeah, Can you say the name
0: again? Because it kind of froze in the middle of it.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Colby Rebel.
0: Oh, Colby, and Rebel. she's
1: ba- okay. she's based outside of California, mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, actually. Um, very good. Again, another teacher who is fabulous. Um, but she's got that. I mean, just watching her, she's got that business about her. She know. I mean, anything that she puts out there is gorgeous. You know. But yeah, Colby Rebel. Hopefully, you can hear through my Texas accent. <laughs> so so yeah like a rebel but her her first name is colby c-o-l-b-y okay
0: yeah i mean and it's something you always are working at you're always talking about it you're always following up with people you're always marketing you're always on podcasts you know it's like you constantly have to keep Mm -hmm. you have to invest your energy in order to get something in return yeah if you're going to absolutely half asset, then you're going to get that back. So, and I noticed even though this is, I do this podcast for fun. When I started it last year in April, the energy of it was so huge. And I was getting really busy in my business, even though people weren't saying, Hey, I heard about you on the podcast. No one really said that, but it was, I think it was the energy, the excitement of it all that was bringing them to me. And, and I think that's why it's mm-hmm. important to keep your vibration high and enthusiastic and to always have fun because even when, when you're having fun, that's how people find you.
1: Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, they're going, I want some of that. I want that energy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right.
1: Right. Yeah, Yeah. I totally agree. And I think, yeah, and I think the more that you do, like what you said, social media and so forth, um, it kind of gets your mind going in that direction as well. Yeah. And and you
0: just don't know, don't expect to always get feedback because unfortunately, you're not going to. Um, but just keep at it if it's your passion and this is what you want to do just keep at it because you know as all business owners you have those times where you're like do I really want to continue doing this yes. <laughs> you know it, yes yeah yes. you get, you know it's like a roller coaster yeah. like a relationship you got mm-hmm. highs and lows and you're okay for a while then you have doubts and then you know but like you know, I'm not a person that gives up easily. So here I am.
1: And that's how you have to be. And I love how you do that. It said that relationship. It is a relationship. I've yeah. never thought about it that way. That's a yes. great way to put it. Yeah. Um. And I was always always, I was also going to say, do not, as a new light worker, give your services for free. Like you said, there has to be Mm -hmm. an exchange Yeah, and spirit doesn't want you to work for free. A lot of people will say, but you're in the spiritual business. Well, people who work at a church, they get paid, (laughs) you know, they're in the spiritual business, they get paid and we take those classes are not cheap that we take, you know, so you've got to have money to exchange so you can keep going and not burn yourself out.
0: Exactly. Because eventually you're going to become resentful, and that's going to get in the way of you providing the best service to people. So get something in return. You can barter. It, I don't care what it is dinner, you know, whatever yes. it is. <laughs> that's true. But get, you know what? You know, Absolutely. get something. I've, I've been needing crystals. I love crystals. So I have no Really?
1: That. Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah the, that's a
1: great love- idea.
0: The largest geode I have in my collection was a, a gift payment for Reiki training, you know, so oh, wow. I'm open, I'm open to all kinds of exchanges.
1: Oh, that is, yeah, that is an awesome idea. And I know, <laughs> I know at the Holistic Fair, what we do, you know, all the readers will read each other. You know what I'm saying? In exchange, mm-hmm. just for, you know, during those quiet times sitting at the table. And it's so fun because you get to learn how everybody does it and everybody does it differently. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Yes. And that's why practice is, is so good. And that's why I get readings for myself because I like to see how other people do it. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to read yourself. You need someone oh. to come in and do it mm-hmm. for you.
1: Mm-hmm. I I totally agree. And sometimes, you know, spirit has something to say to you and you don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so it helps if somebody else says it.
0: Oh, spirit tells me, and then I'm like, no, I don't really want to do that.
1: <laughs> no, I've heard it. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I understand where aren't we all we're like we're like children
0: yeah my my reiki teacher has um she's communicated with Jesus and she's told Jesus you know no I don't want to whatever you're telling me and I'm like who says that to Jesus
1: (laughs) I know right that just means that she she is totally brave and embracing the fact that she can speak up (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, she's good for her because um she'll talk about how she started learning tarot and she said the goddess Isis came forward and said you should you need to learn tarot you need to start doing it she was like no I don't want to I'm not interested.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they do say that we are in charge of our destiny, you know. We make our own choices, free will. So he did give us free will.
0: Yeah, well, you see how that turned out because she taught me tarot yeah, and she still uses tarot. So we see, well, ISIS wants you to do something. It's going to get done whether you want to yes. or not.
1: Yes, one where it will be snuck in when you think you're on your right pathway. And then, yeah, yeah, that's totally.
0: So, how do you, if you have an intuitive child, how do you help them with their intuition? What's the and it's what if the parents aren't intuitive like the children? How do how do they even begin to help them?
1: You know, and that's a that's a very great question. So what I tell everybody is, if your child comes to you, or you're getting, especially a younger child, and you're you know that there's something going on that you can't explain. Have that conversation with your child without judgment and without fear, because the child will sense that fear immediately and shut down. Just see what what they're seeing, what they're hearing, be a part of the experience. And then if you are not intuitive and you don't understand what's going on, you do need to have knowledge just like anybody else, you know, so that you understand what's going on. More knowledge you have, the less fearful it will be. Go to a metaphysical store, reach out to somebody online, see what you can do to help your child and just explain it to the psychic medium that you're talking to or any light worker out there and get some information. And then that way you'll know what to do next with your child. If you have a younger child that doesn't want to talk about it, I always tell the parents do kind of, it's almost like play therapy color with your child, paint with your child. And that kind of opens it up. You know, that kind of get open. You know, they start talking, they feel more comfortable about it. Don't push the issue, but try to get some information first so that you know what to tell or get what advice that you can get. But start the conversation first.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important to just listen and have them tell you what they're seeing and feeling and hearing and don't dismiss it. And mm-hmm. just listen, just accept it and listen that, that they're telling you about their authentic experience.
1: Absolutely. And with teenagers, the number one thing is, because a lot of times I don't want to talk to parents, you know, it's like, I'm not going to talk to my mom or dad. Let, find find another kiddo or another person to talk to your child about it. That way they don't feel alone because as teenagers, we want to be able to fit into society and so that they feel like they're not alone. Find somebody that's experiencing the same thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. You're not alone at all. It's just people aren't talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's exactly I- right.
0: I think I like push people because I'll, I'll always feel people out and I'll say, hmm, should I mention this? Is this, will this be too like woo for this person? And then right. I'll just feel it out and I'll just take a chance. And then you never know. You really yeah, you don't. don't. I, had it, this, yeah. I had this chiropractor up in Virginia and we would chit chat and talk while she adjusted me. And she knew what I did. And she she knew my abilities. And she said, one day, Mm -hmm. by the way, she said, my family has a history of seeing elves.
1: Oh, fascinating.
0: And I was like, (laughs) really? And I said, have you seen them? And she said, I can only see like a like a like a shadow figure, but I guess it's something her mom and some other people in her family have seen, and somehow they concluded they were elves, but I, that would, she would have never mentioned that, I bet Mm -hmm. you, if I wasn't talking about this stuff first.
1: Yeah, so you never know, they want to feel safe, you know, Yeah, which I understand completely, but, but I think too, we need to give it them the doubt because you may be missing that conversation that they need so badly.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: if we could but I understand I'm I'm the same. I do the exact same thing. But I think we still need to be open-minded and think maybe this person needs this information for today. And if they like say something rude to you or whatever, just just say that you planted, you know, a seed or whatever, you cannot really um you can't control what they're feeling. That's them, you know, you can only control whatever you want to say to them.
0: You can't control their reaction because you could have the best of intentions and a person can still badly react to it. Mm -hmm. But that's not about you. That's their energy. Their responsibility is their reaction.
1: Right. And it's so hard to remember that because we want to please and be empathetic. But yeah, but sometimes you got to let it go. <laughs> yeah, move on. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Luckily, no
0: one's told me I was crazy, or I don't know. I think people are smart, and they don't talk to me that way because I'm from New York.
1: Oh yeah, can't talk to. Oh me right, that way. you. That's right. <laughs> just let them have it if they you do. Better be yeah, careful. Yeah, <laughs> just that's right. That's right, and. And with kids, you know, talking about crystals, I, for some reason, I just, um, I just had a picture of a kid going into a metaphysical store and picking out their own crystal, you know, so little things like that, um, the kid will really feel like they're listened to if the parents said, well, let's go find a crystal, you know, in the store, you know, little things like that are so important.
0: Well, when my youngest daughter was little, obviously I I brought them up around these kind of topics, you know. So they've always known about crystals. We've always talked about fairies and angels and everything, right? Awesome. So when she was yes. little, everything was a crystal to her. You know, she'd, oh my God. <laughs> she'd go outside and see just a stone and pick it right. up. Uh, uh, you know, a river rock. Mommy, it's a crystal. That she'd oh. go to the beach and pick up all the shells and say, Mommy, it's a crystal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that beautiful though? Oh my gosh, I love it. And I never
0: corrected her, just she's only so one, two, three years old. Yes, yes, baby, that's a crystal. Look at it, it's so beautiful. She's like and she wanted to collect them all and bring them home
1: (laughs) oh see that is just precious I mean oh my gosh see stories like that are just great yeah great to hear
0: talk about a crystal child
1: yes right right right
0: anyway I had so much fun speaking with you Michelle your energy so great
1: Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Well, I enjoy, I love conversations like this whenever, you know, I think they're so important to have And, and to talk to somebody else that have experienced the same thing and, you know, raise their children. Like, it's just, I love to hear it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So just the best advice, if you have an intuitive or second child, be really open to what they're telling you. Because if you shut down or if you become fearful, they're going to not share it with you anymore. And, you know, it's funny because my kids weren't really that psychic when they were little. Mm -hmm. You know, I know there's some really strong ones. Oh, right. Oh, there's a a little girl outside, (laughs) mommy. That's my niece. My niece was like, mommy, there's a little girl outside and there was no one out there. My kids weren't like that. Right. But... I think you just be open to whatever they're seeing or feeling validated and be that person that they can share with. That's all.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, what's scary is if they don't accept it or they're not accepted as teenagers, they're going to find a place where they're accepted. And sometimes it's a scary place, you yeah. know, to be in. So I think, I think it's really important to, Yeah. To definitely embrace it, nurture it, and have that conversation.
0: Well, I think that extends beyond spirituality, because even as parents, we need to let our children be who they are Mm -hmm. and who they are going to become and not dictate or try to make them into people we think they should be. Right. Love it. Exactly. Yeah. So if you if you do that, they'll they'll be more themselves. They'll feel more safe being themselves, and it starts at home, right? If you don't feel safe being yourself at home, how can you really be yourself outside the home?
1: Right, right, agreed.
0: So. Michelle, share your website and where people can contact you, and what kind of services you're offering right now.
1: Okay, absolutely. So, where you can go, and I always tell everybody, go to my webpage because that's you know Facebook link, uh, link. Uh, my goodness, a Facebook link. Um, Instagram link. So my website is www.michellehendersonmedium.com. And I'm offering all different kinds of services, psychic medium readings. Um, I'm also um, offering to train if you're a light worker and you want to work with children. I'm doing trainings on that and also helping families as well. I'm having services with that. And if- If, if um, I do discovery calls for families, so a family may have a question about an intuitive child. And so what I do is for 15 minutes, well, sometimes that turns into 30 minutes. Yeah, right. (laughs) A discovery call just just to see how I can help them. And sometimes just answering the question is enough, right? So, um, so I do offer that service for the families.
0: Yeah, so all that information is going to be in the show notes and also you're author of the book. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Okay. Oh, absolutely. So whenever I first wrote the book, um, it was mainly for, you know, light workers uh, to help help them develop programs for children that are in tune and to help uh, the, these families. Now, I'm having parents say, I can use this book, and I don't need anybody to teach me. <laughs> it's like, okay. So it has a lot of exercises, a lot of information, like crystals and so forth, how to meditate with children. It takes everything, basically what I learned as a new psychic medium, all the exercises I went through with Lisa Williams, and put it, and I, I um, modified it for children. Because you don't want to do the same thing as what for an adult doesn't work for a child. Mm
0: -hmm. So it's
1: called Spiritual Nurturing for Intuitive Children. And you can find it on Amazon. Again, if you want a free chapter, you can go to my website and download a chapter to make sure the book is for you.
0: Okay, sounds good. So if anybody out there needs some help with your intuitive child, reach out to Michelle. You can reach out to me too. And email me because um, I'm raising two right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And sometimes parents want to talk to other parents um, that have raised intuitive children. Um, mine didn't really talk about it until they're adults. And they don't want to talk about it. So not to their mom anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's almost it's too late to get to them, which is sad because... Some people realize they have certain gifts later in life and Mm -hmm. their children are already kind of grown up and, and, uh, they're not that open to it. So luckily I had my children later in life and they were still little, you know, when I, and I, and I've always been open-minded, you know, I've always believed in spirit and afterlife Mm -hmm. and the creator. So I always you know believed in that and I was like is there aliens probably is there fairies probably you know I didn't have any proof or anything right but yeah I was right I've right, right, been right really open-minded so that's how I raised them too mm-hmm.
1: yes and, I, and I'm the same thing I, I love to watch the paranormal shows and they know how I am
0: <laughs> so. hey you know when you watch those yeah. paranormal shows are you getting information on what's happening in the show that they may not necessarily be talking about?
1: Um, oh no, I don't tune no, because no? what I do is I turn it off because I okay. just want to be entertained, you know? <laughs> so no, I don't. Uh, yeah. Because my energy, I actually get really tired after a mediumship reading. So mm-hmm. I have to be careful with my energy. So no, that's just for entertainment. <laughs>
0: eventually eventually you're not going to get tired
1: yeah Yeah, you're going to get used to
0: it yeah yeah yeah, that'd be good it it takes a while though and it's with like everything like with reiki when i first started doing it i would have a high and then i would crash you know right now it's more regulated like it feels good but i don't ever have the highs and lows um oh good yeah But I do sometimes when I'm really into a show, like, have you seen the Missing 411 movies where the people go missing?
1: Yes, I've seen it, but I haven't watched it. I've watched it (laughs) twice because I'm
0: terrified of like happening out there. But I will, I'll be like, hmm. And then I'll start feeling into what actually happened to this hunter and why did he... You know, take a right instead of a left on this trail, and what's happening right. here? And I, I would start getting these feelings, you know,
1: oh wow, on what's right, hap- right, What's right, right. happening
0: to these people.
1: So you were actually tapping in. Yep, yep. yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Michelle, for being on the show and sharing well, your you. life experiences, and it's been a pleasure.
1: Oh, uh, thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening. If you have a weird experience to share, please email me at contactstargazingangel@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Check out our website on TinaKinneyClark.com. Also, we're on Facebook. And like us on Facebook and share your favorite episodes with your friends and family. I look forward to hearing about your weirdest experience.